Brian threw me waffly to the floor. You're right. I, I rung him. I rung him getting on the M40. He hadn't stopped shouting at me on the M25. Was that you, competitor number such and such here? I want a word with you. I was like, what? <laughs> It's so lovely to be here again. It's another week gone by, and, well, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a busy week. How's your week been, Matty? Yeah, it's not been to it. I had quite a couple of days because work's cancelled, but got some good news. I've got the operation on the 15th of February, so I'm getting a new hit. <laughs> I've asked him to make me grow, grow, another, grow another two foot, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think you might need you might need two hips for that, mate. I mean, seriously. <laughs> and how's your week been then, Chris? Um, bit rubbish. Oh no. So, well, I treated my horses to brand new beds. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do these straw pellets. Oh. Three hundred quid they cost me. Do you know what happened? Stable flooded. Oh no. Wrecked. Bloody wrecked. And then not only did the stables flood. The delivery guy decided to put them where the horses could reach them, so the foal has opened them all up. Oh. And still on the pallet. Oh, oh my lord! No. That is not that is not what you want, is it? Now the next thing you know, the foal will be eating the straw pallets and will have choked. Well, I think they're well. Yeah, no, don't say that. Well, and I had a vet's bill just now from the summer. I was like, I thought we were, I thought we were square. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, why? Why is it they all? Why is it they always sneak up on you when you're least expecting it and and get you a bit, get you a bit? <laughs> no one likes a vet bill. Yeah, but thank goodness it's not too bad. It's not too bad. No one likes a vet bill because they are extortionate. That's why you always it's that it's mm. that touch word, isn't it? Oh my lord, please, 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 no. We had a dear friend, bless her, yesterday, riding her daughter's horse, who's a little bit of a, an interesting ride, an exciting ride, let's put it this way, who um, managed to get herself bucked off and uh, um, is due to go skiing on Sunday. But I think the two broken ribs will probably do her in for the skiing, sadly. Well, tell her all she needs to do is go down being gu, get a bit of gaffer tape, go around a couple of times, you'll be absolutely fine. Uh, well, that, that's why I was looking. I was th I was thinking there's a man here who knows about breaking every single bone in his body and what to do and how to get away with it. So that's that's actually a genuine thing. When you break break something, strap it up with gaffer, gaffer tape and yeah, just, carry on. Just ignore it. That's what I do. Yeah, that's. I, <laughs> believe it or not, I I broke my arm years ago playing football. It was a charity football match as well, and broke my arm. So I was due to go fly to Jersey the next day. So the arm, my arm was killing me. I was like, oh. so on the way back, Ascot was on. So I nipped into Ascot on the way back, saw the doctor. He said, oh, yeah, it's fine. He's just bruised. That's, that's okay. So I was like, okay, brilliant. That's all right. So strapped it all up for me, some painkillers. Arrived home. So by the time I'd rushed from the football to Ascot, finally sat down indoors and just chilled a little bit. It was like, it was absolutely throbbing. It's like, oh, God. Oh. Like, you know, once you've broke loads of bones, you know when you've broke a bone, don't you? You just, it's like, I know more than the doctor. This is, so I've gone down to the hospital, had an x-ray. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just bruised. So then that has totally and utterly wrecked my head because I thought I am the biggest wimp 
I'm, I must be going soft. I've only bruised it. What, what's the matter with you? Like, must, on must yourself, be getting old, I guess, is one of those. Must be, I must be getting old. I must be getting old and becoming a wuss. So I've had a long, hard look at myself in the mirror. I had to give myself a good talking to. So I flew off the jersey the next day. That was fine. Put a few tablets, they're painkillers, and and I tried to ride, and I was like, oh, my, this is this is killing me. It was like, so I managed to get through my rides. So I was riding out at the time, and so I was riding out every day, strapped it up again, sort of. And then by the end of the week, I'd sussed out how to strap it up, bit of gaffer tape around all that, really tight, a couple of tablets, good as good as gold. And then a week later, the doctors, the hospital rang me up and said, oh, Mr. Baxter, can you come down? You've broke your arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, broke my my arm, God. Yeah. I mean, I've ridden, oh I've ridden racehorses. And when I used to ride racehorses, we used to ride them up to Stoneclay in uh, Ludlow. So we were uphill. Oh, yeah. Trying to hold them on the flat. There was a couple I could hold that most of them I couldn't hold. So having a broken arm, <laughs> trying to hold a racehorse. I couldn't open the cat food when I broke my hand. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I've ever had is totally and utterly self-inflicted. It wasn't even a horse. I, I was dancing on a picnic table at a horse trials, as you do. And, um, well... I was dancing on the table and somebody then suggested that maybe we should do a bit more than just dance. And, and, and there were, it's, I don't know, the, the tent was about, I don't know, 12 metres wide or whatever. And there's like three picnic tables across it. So we had a race across the picnic tables, uh, uh, you know, uh, over, over and above people who were drinking and all this stuff. We <laughs> ran across, bounced off the other side, ran back again. I was like, I am invincible. Look at me go. I was at absolutely flying and everybody's like that was incredible did you see that man do that i'm like right 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 who else is going to race me you know come on some of you crazy adventures or whatever Let, let's do this again set off again on the second table i and i literally saw my foot go so i come down chest first onto the corner of the picnic table <laughs> i am slightly winded slightly in a little bit of agony anyhow cut a very long story short i get back to the lorry um where we're sleeping and um i couldn't make it up into we were sleeping up in the luton and my wife was already in there and had gone to bed and looked at me and went you can go in the back so i crawled into the back of the lorry slept in there for the night didn't couldn't get undressed i literally i couldn't move anyhow the next morning get up and this is Sunday morning. And um, first thing you've got to do is find a doctor. So, of course, you've got these um, brilliant event doctors who come around and they treat all the, you know, all the competitors and all that stuff. And I, I know them. And they, she came around and she walked onto the stand and she prodded me in the chest and she said, does it hurt here? And I was like, oh, 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 yes, exactly that. I was like, what, what have I done? And she went, well, you've cracked a rib. And I was like, oh, marvellous. Right. Well, can you can you give me any yeah, Nurofen? So what do you mean, Neurofen? This is not fair. Give me something else. Anyhow, two days later, by the time we got back home, and Clem still has got absolutely no sympathy for me. It is totally self-inflicted, all due to messing about, all sorts of stuff. Puts me on the horses, takes me for a ride. Well, that's absolutely fine, until she just literally canters off in front of me. 
and then starts galloping off in front of me and I am absolute I, I had tears rolling down my cheeks <laughs> it was not a pleasant experience and she was laughing her socks off as I'm like no stop I can't pop. <laughs> but next time next time I obviously need to get the gaffer tape out and man up yes that's the yeah. the ribs are they're not nice though ribs are they they're painful yeah. it's it's just just takes its takes its toll, doesn't it? So um, yeah. yeah, but I don't I don't somehow think that they'll be um, they'll be doing much skiing, poor Alice. So um, maybe next time. But there we go. So I'm on Brian, and Brian Brian in those days was not the bravest of horses. He was a real sort of he's so uber talented. I mean, way way better than I. I will. I I I don't really deserve him to be perfectly honest. Anyhow, so Brian and I were in in front setting sail. And um, there's this lovely little Palisady Island fence, third jump of the day, and I'm heading directly towards it, thinking, right, here we go, everybody's following me, absolutely brilliant. Gets about a stride out, and he just jilts off to the left-hand side. So Brian flew to the floor! <laughs> Brian was a very, very naughty boy. So I come I come very flying off. roughly to the floor, said Joria. <laughs> <laughs> throw me waffly oh. so Brian threw me waffly to the floor you're right and 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 basically we were only about half a mile from home so he went home of course he did so I'm then on my feet with about 45 people wondering how to follow me yeah. <laughs> And that definitely was me putting myself up for an absolute tumble. Everybody follow me. Here we go. Thank you very much indeed. Brian threw me waffly <laughs> to the floor and I was absolutely shafted for the day. But no, it was um, it was one of those times and you just look look behind you and you just go, oh, please don't do this. Yeah, and it was about about 20 minutes before Fred, my, my, my eldest son, had um, galloped home to go and catch Brian. He chased him all the way home. And about 20 minutes later came back leading Brian, who was, um, needless to say, not at all upset about anything whatsoever. He thought he'd been very clever. <laughs> Blessed Brian. So what about you, Matty? There must have been some times when you just thought, I wish the grain would swallow me up now. I mean, it's, obviously, there's plenty of times on the, you know yourself, all being riders, that on the race course and you just... I mean, there's some things that you stay on. You think, "How the hell have you stayed on there?" And others, you just sort of, you you just fall off, don't How you? Did you come off? At you, that ju one? you just you just fall off, and you just think, oh, you just come back in, and you're just the the owners there, the trainers there, and you just you just say, "Oh yeah, that's even." Worse. I've just I've just fell off it. I, I don't know what else I can. I was I never tried to make many excuses because it was it was so crystal clear it was just like that is horrendous i'm sorry i have just fell off and that that's the worst just walking back and you're you're going through your head well if i say it's done this it's done that and then you think what are you on about it's done nothing you've just <laughs> you just, just fell off it it's just like just just go up there and hold your hands up and just it's <laughs> Yeah, it's but then it's all that's even more pressure, isn't it? When it's not even your horse in those racing situations when somebody's paid you to ride, yeah. And and it's like, and as well, something can it's as well when they they've they've sort of we took a horse to Jersey once and they said, Oh, yeah, 
this will win this race. It's not a problem. It'll win. So I was going around there as cocky as anything. In there's like, oh yes, this is this is home and hose. So I'm looking around me. Nothing else on's on the bridle. I'm like, oh god, this is easy. This is easy. And one thing they said to me is, do not take it up too soon. So yes, yeah, I took it up two furlongs out. So no. <laughs> This is all right. Two furlongs from home. Nothing's going to catch me now. I'm, they're, they're nowhere near me. Absolutely. This blur has just come past me on the line. <laughs> and I was, I'm like, oh, you absolute. Just, just being too cocky, too confident. And lucky enough, I came back in. I said, again, held my hands up. I said, I am so sorry. I said, I will win on this for you in two weeks. I said, it will not get beat, I promise you. And it didn't, so that was... That was <laughs> oh, well, that's a, that was a recovery. It was that a, was a recovery. It was a good outcome, yeah. So it was, There was another time at Toaster. I was only I was only a young claimer, and I rode a, a nice horse for Gary, and he said, yeah, listen, it should win, so that's all right. So, And the rule of the farm is, first... If you ever get into a photo, no one walks into the enclosure, do they? No one walks into number one spot. That is a, a rule. You just never do it. So we're going around. Toaster it was, coming up the hill, two to jump. And I'm travelling away, and I decide, I don't know what possessed me to try this. I tried to go up a certain Richard Dunwoody's inside, which... <laughs> Again, another unwritten rule. <laughs> so don't. You, just don't, you just don't. You don't. I mean, this. I mean, for those who don't follow racing, Richard Dunwoody is he is the Messiah, isn't he? And he's God. He is. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. So up I go. Try to go up Richard Dunwoody's inner, and he duly shuts the door firmly in my face. Shall I say? <laughs> so I'm about to take a pull. Come round, down to the last, ding-dong battle, to the finish. Yep, photograph, yeah, I've won this. Walked into the winner's enclosure, getting waving to the crowd as you do. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hello. I'm number four, Dunwoody's number six. And here's the photograph for first place. Yes, number four, easy. First, number six. Oh, no. And I was like, <laughs> well... <laughs> and the worst thing was I had to ring Gary Moore on the way home. I cannot repeat what he called me. I oh, <laughs> it was horrendous. I, I rung him. I rung him getting on the M40. He hadn't stopped shouting at me on the M25. <laughs> he went ballistic. <laughs> Well, you you just reminded me. So I I've I've point pointed twice. Neither time went particularly well. I must admit, the first time ever, my dad had been given a, a lovely X-ray sword called Storm Damage. Oh yeah, that name. Lovely that, old yeah. big, big big chaser. I mean, really, really, absolutely phenomenal horse. And dad had been given him as a retirement, you know, in in retirement to 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 mess around and take hunting and things like that. And um, anyhow, um, local point to point. And they said, well, what about you riding him in the members? And I was like, really? Okay. Well, 
lovely friend of ours lived next door trained him up for me and i i was i was you know riding him and, and this is a this is a big big strong horse the day that i rode him in the in the point point i was literally raw from knee to ankle where he was pulling so hard when we'd been in i mean he was honestly he was a it was a, it was a he was lethal absolutely lethal he took the brain took the took the reins up and he just pulled and there was absolutely no anyhow so we, we start off and we do, this is Copley point to point, we do the first circuits, going all going really well, and I'm like, right, here we go, bloody marvellous. And it was me and three girls in the hunt race. Okay, one Rachel Green, who is now Rachel Honeyball. Yeah, Rachel Honeyball, yeah. Uh, one Sue Godfrey, who is Ben Godfrey's mum. Ben Godfrey, yeah. And yeah, and uh, yeah, Ben, and um, Polly Gundry. And I knew all of them. I, mean, I didn't know Rachel at the time, but I know I do now know Rachel as well. And I knew um, the um, Godfrey's and I knew the, the Gundries from from sort of being local to us. Here. And three of them could so ride. So I'm coming. Oh, uh, so, I mean Polly. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. All of the girls. I mean, all of the girls could ride like flaming demons. And of course, they were all worried. Polly, in particular, was worried about the fact that Storm Damage was actually a decent horse and could actually, you know, could actually do something. Anyway, so we get to the very, very far end of the race course, and there are four fences left, and Polly starts to go. And everybody starts, and I'm like, oh, God, I've never been this fast into a fence before. I'm thinking to myself, and yeah, I am like you doing that. And that's what reminded me of the story, doing the real cocky thing. And I'm like, oh, I can see a stride here. And the bloke who is the the, um, the mounted steward said he absolutely saw me count one, two, three, <laughs> at which stage the horse that I'm on, and we, it was called Norman uh, from Storm, you know, Storm in Norman, Storm Damage. It was called Norman. Norman basically went, what are you doing? <laughs> Jockeys don't tell me when to jump off. <laughs> so literally, I was like, one, two, three, up, oh. <laughs> Smacked straight through the fence. I go flying off, and the three girls are like, oh, never mind, bye-bye. <laughs> so... So yeah, that was my um, that was my one or twice sojourn into it. It was not it, like I said, not successful either time. But well, never. At least mind. you got out of a walk, Andrew. Yeah, exactly. At least I got well out done. of a walk that time. <laughs> so you know, when you sometimes have an unlucky venue. Mine was. Lanamonic in Shropshire, Wales border always got eliminated at Lanamonic, and uh, we'd been eliminated there a few times. By this time, I think he was kind of on the back burner because I had the youngsters coming through. I had Millie and Paddy coming through doing the novices and stuff. Anyway, one day I thought, Do you know what? Oh, Knocker hasn't been out for a while, and um, I might I might just take him for a day out for fun. You know, spin him around the ninety. You know, because he's I think he was about twenty two at this point uh just literally for a day out so having been doing the novice novice courses stepped him back down um he wasn't anyway uh went and did the 90 didn't get eliminated in the show jumping because it was 90 didn't miss a fence out didn't go wrong didn't start before the bell got through that it was fine went into the um 
cross country, which he was always incredible at. He never looked at a thing. He was bravest, bravest horse. You could put him at anything. And he'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'm doing that. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. So we're home and dry. This is, this is you know, nice little stroll around a 90. I We didn't even get into third gear. I mean, Lana Monica is flat as well. Flat as a pancake. So we're cantering along nicely. Da, 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 da. Jump this, da, 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 next one, jump this, da, da. just having a lovely sort of leisurely, what we thought was a nice leisurely stroll around the park. Did a clear round. Obviously, when you're cantering, you don't suddenly pull them up, do you? Kind of, you're cantering, you slow down, steady, 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 trot, 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 big pats, da, 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 da. Guy turns up in a big black Range Rover. He's like, was that you? Competitor number such and such here. I want a word with you. I was like, what? <laughs> so basically, I got really told off by the stewards. I was like, what? what's the matter? Well, we have never seen anybody go around this course at that speed. I was like, what? Like, it's a, it's a 90. It's fine. Like, he, he didn't get into third gear. This, I wasn't pushing him we're just out for a day out you jumped number fence nine like it was beaches brook i've never seen anything like it i said well he has been around aintree but you know he's quite capable and uh well unfortunately for you me and the what what are they called the coaches the be coaches were at fence number such and such and he said that horse isn't making a shape over that fence and i was like didn't come off the track until he was 13 not gonna make a shape over a 90 centimetre log. You ain't going to do it. <laughs> Not only that, they then came and told me off at the lorry as well. I got back to the lorry and I was like, don't worry, Knocker, we've had a nice day, haven't we? We didn't get eliminated. And then I got told off again. I was like, oh my God. Why? You've already told me. So you were, you were basically just getting told off for going too fast? Yeah, and they uh, they said, we could blacklist you for this, for dangerous riding. So honestly, I was not out of control. At any stage. I was having that. a nice time. <laughs> I was having a nice little stroll. I didn't have my watch on because it's a 90. Don't really need them at a 90. I said, you know, if anything, it's my my inexperience of having gone round novices on non-thoroughbreds and then stepping back down to do a 90 on a thoroughbred and kind of misjudging the speed a little bit. But the horse is absolutely fine. He's 22, for goodness sake. She's just in when he was 13. Like, <laughs> that was mental. some questions for matty yeah have <clears throat> they're not from me because i'm gonna be honest i tried to think of some questions so most importantly walk it Woy the horse is he still with us as far as i know roy was the gray horse the and one, yeah. yeah the last time i'd heard about him he was being trained by Gary Moore, and then I presume he was retired, and then went back to the owner's farm, which is down here in Sussex. But that would have been a long time ago, yeah. Wow. So yeah, I don't. He was ace, wasn't he? He was brilliant. He, yeah, he was. He was a little. Oh, that well, well, Roy was the grey horse. Nobby was the chestnut. Yeah, Nobby was the chestnut. They're both incredible, weren't they? Yeah, I yeah. Mentioned but... that a little bit last week. I can't get over how young you look in those videos, Matty. 
I know we all get old, Andrew. <laughs> it's the makeup. It's the makeup. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what it was in those days. You and those days you wore makeup. That's oh, right. Yeah, we had our entourage with us. <laughs> <laughs> we took them everywhere. Very, very expensive production. Very, very expensive. Um, <laughs> the next one that was from Tina Banyard. Next one is if you could ride any horse, uh, real or fictional, who would it be? I'll do the two. I'll do fictional would be I'd love to go on one of them horses in Mary Poppins to go around that world because that looked absolutely awesome. <laughs> Singing super califragilistic great film. Surprised you can say it. And <laughs> a real one. I think it would have to be. I think Sprinter Sacra. I was lucky enough to work. I was going to say that. That was in my head. I thought you. I just think Sorry, I never. I, I ran against him in a, a couple of races, but I again, the horse I rode was just making up numbers and could never get anywhere near his tail. But just to to see be that up close with him and then watch him like a two miler jumping at speed. He just, I just, I was lucky enough to ride good three milers, but a proper good two miler. I think that would, and he, he's the one that springs to mind, Sprinter Sacra. Mm. He was incredible. Yeah, awesome, incredible yeah. to watch. Uh, oh, this is a good one. I didn't know about this one. The Wokit Kiki Challenge. Do you remember doing that video? I do, because I saw it about five minutes before the show started. <laughs> yes. So, question from Sarah Pike. Uh, did it really hurt when the car hit you? <laughs> what a brilliant question. I mean, Andrew, have you seen this video? Who asked that question? Sarah Pike. Sarah Pike. Really? Do you really think I got hit by a car? <laughs> <laughs> That's just brilliant. I love that question. That's absolutely no, Sarah. No, <laughs> No rockets were injured during the filming when I got hit by the car. <laughs> there we are, Glenn. Because it does look quite convincing, I have to Yeah, it does look good. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. It, I just wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> if you had to have any other career, what would it have been? Can't be anything to do with horses. Sally Parkinson. Basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you take the first box. That's got nothing to do with horses whatsoever. <laughs> well, look, guys, thank you so much. Again, I do hope that um, everybody out there enjoys our little chat today. I think that um, Alex is going to have a little bit more of a job to do some editing on this one. But um, we like to keep like him on his toes. Give Alex, keep him on his toes. Like to give Alex a bit of a challenge on the odd occasion. So, but thank you very much indeed, everybody out there, and. Um, yeah, we will look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye. There are some calendars still out there, aren't there? The rubbish calendars. Yeah, our first print run went a bit wrong, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, obviously, there's nothing that we ever them. do is rubbish, totally. But, you know... 
These ones aren't aren't as brilliant as they could possibly be. But they're good. Like all the 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 good the important bits are all there. The pictures are all there, and the dates are obviously all there in yeah. the right order. It's just they're it's missing just a, a couple of grid missing lines. the old grid line. And I think yeah. there's some overprint. Anyhow, what we're what we're actually going to say is that basically for every new proper amazing calendar that you buy, you get two of these for free at the moment. And I think that'll probably go through most of January, I expect, until we're until well, I th- I can't remember how many we've got left, but um, one for your tap room, one for your kitchen, one for your friend who won't notice, or your mum. 